0: Right now, though, stay tuned for another jolt of inspiration. One just has to pick up a magazine or turn on a television to see that we, as women, are bombarded daily with media images of female physical perfection, leaving us with the most unrealistic of expectations as to how we should look. No wonder female body confidence is failing, is falling, sorry, while incidents of eating disorders are on the rise. What's most alarming is the way this affects young girls. A reduced sense of self-worth can create anxiety, stress, even depression, causing relationship issues while potentially impairing academic and job performance. In direct contrast, Confidence in Bloom is designed to send the opposite message to any woman of any age, shape, or background who has ever felt inadequate, unworthy, or tossed aside because of how she looks. You matter. You are enough now. I, Tina Solatini, a woman of substance, insist that women deserve to be happy, confident, and successful, not to mention so totally in love with themselves in their own bodies, just the way they are. Through an ongoing series of intriguing conversations with women from all walks of life, who are all extraordinary in their own right, I will take us on a journey of ultimate self-acceptance and empowerment. Together, we'll share the stories, laugh, learn, maybe even shed a few tears when you realize how far many women have come to realize just how wonderful life is when you stand in your own power, feeling fantastic in your own skin. Today's guest is Joanne Kabilka. Um, Joanne's going to explain to us what her real job is, but she has done um, many different careers I'm going to say she's um had has experience in business administration, human resources, physical education and theology. Hi Joanne, how are you today?
1: I'm doing fine, Tina. You know, I I work in the area of um energy and people say, "Well, what is energy?" Well, everything is made of energy and our bodies are made of energy. To the complete workings of our internal systems of our hearts and our, our minds. And then of course we have our, our spirits. It's, it's an energy system upon itself. And what I do is I help people, um, to realign their energy and also to find their personal power optimization. And he's thinking, oh, that's a lot of words to talk about and we are ruled by fear and doubt and lack and limitations. And that often comes from our growing up, maybe what we had in our as uh, children. It could be in as teens. And we know in the, in the high schools and junior highs, it's pretty tough to you know, survive without somebody making some sort of comment about you and putting you down, unless you're with the clique group, as they would say. And then there's, when you get to it, I'm going to get a job and stuff like that. Sometimes you get that same problems of put downs and stuff like that. And all of a sudden you have no boundaries and stuff like that. And you think, what am I doing with my life? And you really don't know what you're doing or what's causing it. And so people come to me and ask me, well, and it's mainly women. You know, I have, my generation is a baby boomer, have, being stifled in my life so I can't speak. So I work in the area of the energy of the throat unlocking that blocked energy so that they are empowered to speak their truth. So um, that's how I help people and so it's, it's rewarding and sometimes it's just with physical ailments and sometimes then it gets into the emotional, mental and spiritual as well.
0: Of course. It would probably touch everything in order well, to Well you know what unlock. they say when one field is out the all the rest
1: are out. So it does affect everything.
0: Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm sure you you have lots <clears throat> excuse me, lots of information for us. Um <clears throat> let's start with um celebrating.
1: What are you celebrating this week? What am I celebrating this week? <laughs> I'm celebrating personally that tomorrow's my birthday. I'm oh, a birthday. <laughs> I'm a scorpion. Uh, I'm not quite sure what I'm going to do yet because it has snowed here. <laughs> and yes. From what I heard this morning of all the number of crashes, people aren't driving too well. But I do have my snow tires on, and that's a celebration. But I'm also celebrating that I met up with a fellow um Yesterday, and we were talking about uh, mental health and how there is so much that needs still to be done in the mental health area. We've just, uh, the Greater Edmonton Alliance just finally got a win with the City of Edmonton in the uh, Council improving that for, they go by the Canadian National Standard for Psychological Health and Safety. Being approved for the city of Edmonton, and that they're going to follow through on the 13 standards there are, and they can always add more if they want. But that's been a, a long coming in, and that's been able to work with them and helping them to uh, be with them in their win. Well,
0: that's great. That is definitely something to celebrate. But like you said, mental health, we need to put a lot more effort and, and energy into the mental health all over the world.
1: Mm-hmm. That is mm-hmm. correct.
0: Yeah. How do you celebrate you and your wins,
1: Joanne? How do I celebrate uh, me and my wins? Often, it's I, uh, I go out with um, people that are working in the energy field. They're energy healers, just like myself. And we go out and uh, we celebrate together once a week together. And um, we do some talking and we do some healing for each other because that is so important in our lives. We do a daily routine, but uh, when we can get together once a week, it, it is such a celebration. And, and when we don't get together, then we really feel it. We're all texting each other what's happening. So um, that's how I celebrate mine is I go out and be with other energy workers and we talk about what's going on in our lives. Oh, that sounds like fun actually. It is. I love being with and a lot right? like I love there. being with my tribe. <laughs> yep. And there's a lot of energy, extra energy there. And I think yes, sure. because we are caregivers, we have you know, we need to be also refueled and look after ourselves.
0: Absolutely, one hundred percent. Tell me about a challenge that you have faced and how you've dealt with it
1: had issues in my own life where I have had issues and um, I have had to um, look for professional of course medical um, help but I have found that through my healing group um, that I'm able they're able to work in the energy level of my mental and emotional and my spiritual it shows up in my physical body but it's in a different level of energy around me. And um, sometimes, you know, I can get down, and then I have to say, okay, um, realign myself. I have to rethink about, through meditation, what I'm doing. Um, On uh, Tell us they have nature scapes, and this last summer really helped that we were going to different countries, countries that I probably will never get to. But you know what? I got to see a lot, and of course, most important for me was the ocean. And I love the ocean because the ocean is cleansing for me.
0: Yes. All that water, right? Yeah. I've heard many people yeah. say that. I've heard many people say that. That sounds great. What is one mistake that you've made, and how did you navigate your next
1: move? Um, I I made was that um, uh, I I made the assumption um, of the client that um, this woman came in for, I found something different than what she wanted me to work on with her in the energy field. And, um, uh, you know, and when I had cleared everything that I thought, she said, "Um, did you look at what I asked you to look at? She says, I'm not feeling any different. And that is when I realized that, um, I wasn't listening to her. I had my own personal agenda because when we do a clearing of a person's energy field, um we do an assessment on a person just like a doctor does. But it is more or less just I feel with my hands and stuff. And so I I realized at that point in time that I had to I had to face the music and say to her you know, I didn't, but I am going to go and look at that now. I says, thank you for you know, you know, refocusing me on what you needed, and I says, I just want you to make sure that you um, continue to uh, give me feedback, which is most important. And so we, I went back to what she wanted to have clear, and I did that, and I asked her. I says, how are you now feeling? And sometimes people feel really good at the time, and some people don't feel anything for a day or two. And within a day or two, she contacted me, and she says, you know, I'm really feeling much better, thank you. And she came back as a client. So So, often when you don't focus on them, um, you lose sight of what you're really doing.
0: Right. So let me ask you this. When When a client comes to you and says, okay, Joanne, I have pain in my knees, Mm -hmm. Um, But, you know, so you find a way to get rid of this pain in her knees. But when you're doing your assessment, you also find that um, she has trouble with, now you said you deal a lot with the throat. So let's say she has been told in the past that she has a hard time speaking her truth but she's mm-hmm. there to see you because of the knee pain. But you notice mm-hmm. the throat issue right away, so you work on the throat issue. Is there any mm-hmm. way that she knows that that's, like, like she's got no evidence that she is having
1: throat issues? Am I right? Yeah. Yeah, most of the time they they don't or they have, you know, they'll say, you know, I got a slight cough. You know, don't, that, that's what they'll tell you. But the knee issue been Tells me that I also know that um, she's not getting any support to stand up. So by clearing the throat issue and not forgetting about the knee issue, because she may have had um, um, she may have had some issues of you know maybe she strained a knee ligament or whatever you know it's just healing. So you know I have to kind of think of okay there could be two things and it, it might be this it might be that. But I need to deal with both issues, and then I can talk to her and um, and I usually just talk to them what is happening in their life, and I ask them, you know okay um what did you you know what did you do to your knee or i'll say, you know I, I find that your your throat seems to be um, uh, kind of cloggy with energy there. what happens there are you, are, and we speak about um, are you able to um, Say to people what you're really thinking, or um, do you find at times that uh, uh, you just sit there quietly and not say anything? so you know we do have a conversation about what's going on, and if i find that if we find that by clearing her throat, the knee all of a sudden the energy in the knee gets better, then um I talk to her about what i you know what I'm feeling. And seeing and talk to her and a teaching moment for her um, about it could be that this if she hadn't strained her knee and everything it had just come up that the knees tell us about um, where we we um, uh, have people support us and then we'll talk about support where she gets her support from and usually there's a story behind that in her life. And so it, it, it's a, it's always a conversation of what's going on. Um, you don't want to get too deep into it, um, you know, unless they're willing to share about it. And that means you have to put, you have to make a, a safe place for them. That whatever goes on in the uh, the clinic or the air, the room that I work on stays in the room. It doesn't go anywhere else. And. Um, And then I give them some things that they can do that they can gently do on themselves. And um, and I'll follow up with them to see how they're doing, make sure that they're drinking a lot of water, Um, asking where there's how many people do support them. And, you know, generally you find out there are a number of people that can support them and encourage them to continue to get support from them because they may have been cut off from their support system
0: right right yeah it's i this energy work is um it's quite interesting, i find it you know it's it just uh, it's so intriguing um it is how do you yeah, how do you think a story tells confidence
1: on confidence oh it, uh for confidence, I know that um oh when i was i first entered my first job. I thought I had a lot of confidence going in there. And I was doing really well. And then within a a year, all of a sudden, everything started to fall apart. And I didn't know what was going on. I thought I hadn't changed anything I was doing. I was only, well, I was 30 at the time. Uh, I'll say I'm young because it, it was my first permanent job I had. And so, I you know, I really wondered what was going on inside me that It seemed to all of a sudden I started remembering back, this is a pattern for me. And so um, what I realized was um, after seeking professional medical help, I found out the patterns of our, what we tell ourselves in the brain, um, which had come from childhood, from from my parents, not meaning anything to be mean or anything like that to me, but they were tapes. That they had played in their childhood, which they were told, so they figured that's what you tell your children. And so um, I found out that, but now when I am not feeling as confident as I want to feel, that often it is once again it's support, but it for me it's about love. And so I then go work on the um, what is called a heart chakra, which is in between. Um, uh, on your breastbone. And so I work in that area, and I I just rub myself like a parent would, a mother would rub their child uh, in the chest area. And, uh, And to work, take those old tapes that I'm saying to myself that I am worthy. I can do this. I have the knowledge. I've got the skills, and I've got the experience. But sometimes people don't hear that enough and they don't hear it from other people. So it's hard to do. Um, Louise Hayes was a really good one. I I read a lot of her books to help me through some of this on building that confidence again within myself.
0: Wow, I've read one of her books. And, yeah, if you, like, I find talking to myself that way doesn't, it doesn't sit right with me. Mm Mm-hmm. But well, I mean, you, some- you did it, right? I mean, you did, you did, you healed your heart chakra that way, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah that's that's I love- awesome. I love
1: that. For those that have a faith background, um, if it's a Christian faith, you can talk to Jesus or God. If you come from another faith background, which I've looked at different faith backgrounds, I've looked at Hinduism and Buddhism. There is always there's there's threads that tie through it on love. Self love. And so you can go that way. If you're an atheist you can start talking about do I love people? And if you say yes, I do love people and do I where from it comes from myself. So you can do some inner child work as well and have that be part of your work of healing that inner child in you. And you have to be the adult to that child. So you have a child of your own, but it, it's a spiritual one. Right.
0: Yeah. What skills are needed to show confidence in one story, do you think?
1: Um, I think in a story was the first time uh, for myself or for someone else, I've had two. One of one was a woman that she came. She was a physiotherapist, and she um, we uh, when we uh, assessed her, we couldn't touch her at all with energy, so everything was done above from her. And so what we um, by the end of the session, she was feeling you know still that you know there was just no way you know you could touch her, which was fine. You know we can do energy work above you, and I've done that with women that have been in... I had a woman that was in ICU. Um, So the next time she came, I was able to touch her very gently. So whatever she was working through, and she didn't give us very much information, you know, this was pretty... You know, she wasn't feeling quite safe enough to talk about whatever she was working on. From the energy goes where it's most needed and for the healing so when she came in the second time she opened up a little bit more and we were allowed to just just touch her you know it was it that was confidence building from her by using the energy we offered to, to her and she was open to it and that's the most important thing in building confidence in energy work you have to be open to it and allowing it to happen you go in there with an attitude, oh, this isn't going to work. It's not going to work. And, and you know, that's like any medicine we take that is prescribed from us, from the doctors. If we don't believe in it, in the pill, then it won't work. So that was one with a woman building her own confidence in herself. For me, it was getting back into doing the work within the church that I had to rebuild my self-confidence that I could do the work, and because I'm a very sensitive person, I had to be able to have a filtration system built for me inside saying, this is not about you, um, of us personally, this is about an action you're doing. Or maybe it's not about me, and it's somebody else's um problem. So, you know, you really have to work at it. It takes a lot of work, but, you know, in the end, it's well worth it.
0: Oh, for sure. For sure. Absolutely. Can you explain
1: confidence Confidence comes from the stories we tell ourselves? Uh, that confidence coming from the stories, yes. If we tell ourselves that um, it comes from, uh, if we tell ourselves a story that, you know what, we came from a middle-income class family, but you know what, there, I wasn't, you know, I wasn't really good in anything at school. You know, I got average marks. I'll probably have to, you know, I'll land up working in a store in a retail story. Um, I may not be able to um, earn enough money to own a home, but I'll be able to, um, you know, rent a place and I'll make do. That's one story you can tell yourself. And you'll stay there in that story if you repeat that story. Now, if you change your story and say, you know what, I can do, I have skills and things that I've learned from school, or I want to go on to further education that maybe be in a tech school or a community college that I'm really interested in being, let's say, a licensed nurse. And if you change the story, knowing that you're you love to help people During their worst of times, you know, and they for doing helping them through medical experiences and stuff like that. When you change the story and you say, I am going to get the skills I need, then you're dreaming and your story will change and you will do that. And that's the building of the confidence. I see a lot of high school students that come out of high school and say, I don't know what I'm going to do but my parents want me to go to university or college. And I said, "Well, what do you, you know, what do you what have you dreamed about of being doing? What are you good at? What do you like to do?" And they really haven't had that opportunity to take, you know, take a little while and think about. Well, what am I really good at? What do I like to do? and um, and really look at their skills. And sometimes they just need someone else to talk to other than their parents. Nothing wrong with their parents. Parents have dreams too, but often just somebody else to say, hey, you know, these are the skills that I really like working on motorcycles. Well, great. Do you have any experience? Oh, yeah, I've got a bit of experience. We did it at, in uh, industrial arts in, at high school you want to further your education? Yeah, great. There's a college here in uh, northern Alberta that focuses on being a mechanic and knowing everything about motorcycles. Oh, wonderful. So you can change the stories. And that's what you have to do. You have to change them to something that is positive and you thought that I can achieve this. And it may be the smallest of stories or a large one. But usually it starts out small, and, say, and which is great. For sure. And that builds the sure. confidence in you.
0: Yep, 100%. We learned that with our kids, our two oldest ones, when they graduated. We had to sort of take a step back and not parent them. We just had to ask them the right questions to help them figure out what they wanted to do.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Uh, what outcome when you're working with your clients, what is the outcome that you're really working towards?
1: The outcome that I'm really working for is whatever I uh, happens in the session, it is always for their highest good. It's not for my highest good. It is their highest good. I use universal energy, so I'm not giving them my energy away. I tried that once and it didn't work well but it's always for their highest good, and um, usually when I say that to them, this is for your highest good, it works out in a way that all of a sudden the healing begins, and they um, they feel within a week's time that there is a bit of change, or they might feel more than that. I worked on a woman that had a migraine headache uh, down in Calgary, uh, a friend of mine, and uh I worked on her headache and she says, "Wow." She says, "Thank you for working on my headache. It was just terrible." And I, you know, and she says, "It's gone now." And so it's whatever their highest good is, the energy will go to that sector. The body knows how to heal. We know that with a broken arm, you know, you can see it. We, we you can put it back in place. You know, you might need a couple of pins in there to keep it straight while it, the bone heals. So the body knows what to do, but we just sometimes help it along in the healing process with energy to make it happen uh, at a quicker rate. So yeah, okay. it, it, it is. It's really unique.
0: Yeah, that is. So if if someone came to you and said, you know, I'm, I have, you know, this mindset that I cannot um break down these core beliefs that I have that I know are, you know, perhaps not doing they're not helping me be my best. How do I break them mm-hmm. down? Energy alone, like Reiki alone does not break that down.
1: No. What we talk about in um uh, in our energy um group is um energy follows thought. Or you can put it thought follows energy. So if you think positively, and sometimes these core values are really diff- difficult, and you have to say, well, what are you thinking? What are you believing? What are you, you know, where you want to go? If you t- put it into a positive, and this is what Louise Hayes did, she put it into a positive. What is positive? what can I say to myself is positive all the time. And I do my affirmations every day because it's so easy for me to slip back into old patterns. It really is. And as I do it, I'm doing a positive affirmation for myself that this will be this, this will be this. And my energy flow all of a sudden changes. I start feeling better about myself. I feel like, oh, I can do things. I am ready to get out there and do what I need to do. So it is about putting the ass. always having it um, in a positive thought. Energy's energy is energy. It, it, it's neither negative or positive, but our thoughts are what get us, which it could be positive or um, negative, which hold us back, a, bo- a block. I don't like using the word negative, but uh, holding us back um, where we get stuck. So... When you think positively, and, you know, that's a hard one, especially when you've been through school and the teacher says to you, that's not the right answer. And so you get that, oh, that's not the right answer. And, and, you know, you hear stuff going through your head. Now, I know they're changing the way to give children back positive thoughts, you know, positive affirmations and doing stuff. But it's hard when you're taught the old way and you hear the old way all the time
0: right
1: cuz we don't know any so, different we don't know any different and it's it's just difficult uh you know i have affirmations sticking in different places in my house <laughs> especially the bathroom that's a good place to have a positive affirmation uh you know uh, things but i you do can have, look at you yourself. Know, and I, yeah and i look at myself and i talk to myself and most people say well you're crazy and i says yes i am crazy But I need to hear from myself the positive affirmations because sometimes I'm not getting them from society.
0: And, you know, we need them. We all need to hear them,
1: right? We do. We all need to hear those affirmations that, you know, we are good. There is... We're here on the earth for a reason. We are bringing a gift to others. And we have to we have to be able to hear that,
0: right? Exactly. So, Joanne, how does energy alignment and personal power optimization assistance in the growth or assist in the growth of confidence within oneself?
1: Okay, when you finally get your energy, everything um, in your fields of energy. We've got seven fields of energy that are around us. And once you get all of those aligned, and I, when I mean aligned, I mean cleared. Cleared of, you know, past histories, because we have the, the fields go around the back of us, too. And usually that's the place we spend a lot of time, is in the past, but we also spend it in the present time as well. The front is your present, the back is your past. Once we get those fields cleared, that is the alignment that we want so that we are in line with the universe. And we get grounded back into uh, what I call um, the First Nations talk about is Mother Earth. We're grounded back into the Earth where there's energy that comes that way as well. So we got it coming from the top and we got it coming from the the bottom. And that's alignment. So when we start having that, we will feel different. We will find that our self-confidence will grow. We will realized that there's just something different that has um, shifted in our way that we think, in the way that we feel, and all of a sudden we're energized. I walked into a woman's um, basement for a photograph, and I had all of a sudden my body, and I wasn't sure what I was going into and what was going to happen, so I was a little uneasy. But I thought, okay, we'll just go with the flow, as I usually do. And I walked into her her basement where she's taking the photographs. And all of a sudden, my body was tingling, as it is right now. So I'm feeling this energy flowing um, from top to bottom. I was in a line. And I felt comfortable and confident that, you know, she was going, I was going to have a couple of great pictures taken by her. And it worked out that way. Now, I could have gone in with not feeling any good energy in that area. Now, I, I would think, oh, gee, what's going to happen? She's not going to get a good photo of me. You know, there was all sorts of things that cropped into my mind. But because I felt the energy alignment, I knew right away it made me feel better and stronger within myself. And that's confidence when we start feeling stronger within ourselves. Right.
0: So you feel it like inside you. It's an actual feeling.
1: It's an actual feeling inside. And all of a sudden, all those tapes that once ran through your head, that you don't take good pictures or you blink when the the camera takes a picture, they were all gone. I was more relaxed. And, you know, so all those things that you you go in there thinking about, were all wiped away. My confidence was feeling really good because the energy within me was feeling good. Oh, I
0: love that, uh, Joanne. Tell us where we can find you on social media.
1: You can find me on social media um, on Facebook. Um, I am um, Connected Transitions. Ca, and on my Facebook, you have to kind of. Roam through to get to Joanne Kabilka, and then there's a click to Connected Transitions, and that's my that's my business uh, part. I'm also on LinkedIn uh, on social me- media under Connected Transitions, or just my name if you put in my name, and I'll you, you'll Google me, and you'll find me. I'm there. So yes, those are those are the two main ones, and I have now got a um, being on Alignable, and. Um, that's where other small businesses um, from around North America and from City of Edmonton uh, can find me too. Excellent, thank you
0: so much. I know we could talk forever because this energy work is—it seems to be very popular. Everyone seems to be doing it now.
1: So mm-hmm. we, could, in, we could in different ways. In different ways,
0: and they're all good. In, in different ways, yeah, yeah. I think it's really incredible. Thank you so much for joining me today. No, well, thank you. Confidence in Bloom is a celebration of self-love, a confirmation that you're an amazing, desirable, brilliant, gorgeous, talented woman, even though you may not look like a screen star or a supermodel. The truth is, they don't even look like that. We offer unconditional love to our partners, our children, our extended family, even our pets. It's high time we got out of our own way and learned to unconditionally love ourselves. Chic definitely does come in every shape. So if you want something to believe in, start with yourself. If you'd like to be a guest here on Confidence in Bloom and chat with me, contact me through Instagram at infobloomstyling or by email at tina at com or through the Divas That Care website. Thanks for listening. This show was brought to you by Divas That Care. Connect with us on Facebook, on Instagram,